All right, welcome to Peeps Creek, the cafe where we serve you delightful, slightly intense, but definitely worthwhile conversations. A podcast focused on bringing people together by drinking, listening, and conversing. So grab your favorite drink and let's see what's on today's menu. All right, people, welcome to Peeps Creek, the cafe. You know, here at the cafe, we always have a conversation centered around a drink. And today I am drinking on. Okay, full disclaimer, I didn't make this drink. The guests made this drink, and they actually didn't make a drink. They just filled this cup up with bourbon and two large circle ice. So technically, I might get a little tipsy on this particular episode. All right, and I am joined in the cafe by Keith. Say hello, Keith. Hey, hey, hey. Keith, what are you drinking on over there? I am drinking on a mixture of stuff. I added a little bourbon on top of my Sprite. And then I realized when I did that, that I still had a little leftover Sonic slush in there. So I was giving a little concoction. A little concoction that's filled with carbs. I mean, why would we have to reiterate that part? (laughs) Maybe it's enough ice to balance it out. (laughs) All right. Okay. So give me one moment here. All right, so you know I always have water, but because today's topic may be a little oomph and I have a full thing of bourbon, I have my big bottle of water today. Okay, so we are on episode 82. Episode 82 is entitled Untangling the Entanglements. Let me repeat that again for those of you who might not have heard me. Untangling the entanglements. Okay, Keith, are you ready? I stay ready, so I ain't got to get ready. <laughs> All right, so technically this is, you swear you listen to the podcast regularly. I do. You do, because you be sending me messages and all that about episodes. Oh, so <sighs> you do listen to the 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 I'm, podcast I'm regularly. I'm on my VIP subscription <laughs> to the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> but... This is the first time you've actually been on the podcast. Right. Right. We tried to record some things and then there were some errors in the technician's responsibilities, a.k.a. me. I guess he might need to be fired. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But this is the first time that you have graced the particular podcast. So I appreciate you being here. So let's talk a little bit about how we met. We've known each other for since about maybe 2018, 2017, when was it? Mm-hmm. Somewhere around there. Yeah, it was, yeah, we met randomly, a group of us met randomly in Puerto Rico, and we stayed in contact since, mm-hmm. and then just went on trips. We, the group of us all went on trips together, and then hung out a lot with each other, and then we became friends even more, hanging out because you started coming towards the right. DMV a little more. And then, because even though I was, yeah, you don't never tell the part that I was the initial person that met you out of the friend group and it was actually that is accurate con- you know that was actually com- having a conversation with you in the club and then you acted like you befriended the other half of the group as if you knew them versus me but that is, it's okay no shade that is a lie don't come no with that shade. bullshit all right so so yeah so um we all we all have been friends for a while keith is an avid podcast listener yes he also does he will let me just tell you this motherfucker will hop on a podcast 
<laughs> Look, I, the, 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 he could be in the library and someone to do a podcast, and they'd be like, "Bro, you want to get on?" And he will hop on there like they've been to, like they known each other for the last fifteen years. Okay? I love it. I let it run my mouth. Um, so, why do you like podcasts? Let's kind of start there. I, they're informative, and when you really, what I think people that don't listen to them is like a TV show. Like once you're engulfed in the show, you get familiar with the characters or the people that are speaking. You get invested, and so weekly you want to know like what are they doing, what's coming on, especially ones that touch on topics that are hot topics that are going on or current events for the you just like to hear that insight because there are people that you're familiar with. You have built some type of rapport with them. You want to see what, what you thought about, like, what you thinking and how that's feeling. So, yeah, that's why. I just really, really like them. And then the crime thing has become another little side hobby that I've become invested in. And I I just like it. I just like unfolding it. Don't know why. Like true crime or? True crimes more so than just criminal acts. Yeah. Yeah. So, Denise, you've heard Denise on this podcast. Mm-hmm. She's the one that got us into doing. I love watching. I love, watch true crime all day, every day. Right. But I never really thought about talking about it. Mm-hmm. And then she is the one who started us doing true crime episodes because. And I would say this. <laughs> when we started doing the true crime that's when we started getting the most communication from people like they would send inf- send me information mm-hmm. and like it it was pretty good like i i remember one particular episode i did the guy who was in the episode actually tried to contact us telling me he was going to sue us yeah yeah and so it's it it is good like to have that feedback and all that but you know this is a bar and I also like to talk about various topics. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I switch it up every once in a while. So, yeah. So I appreciate you actually listening a, but B, I also appreciate you being here to kind of partake of in the course. process. And what do you think about the environment that you're in? I love it. I love the setup, especially the new enhancements and things that you added. I'm all for growth in any way, whether that be in just your day-to-day life or just being you changing a couch in the living room. It's changed. I like it. So, yeah, I'm enjoying it. Hopefully, we can get a show because I didn't get into watching the true crimes until you started talking about you and Denise were doing it because most of the ones that that I was listening to were unfamiliar stories that I didn't know anyway. So, I didn't even even think to go and look up the shows for them until... You start saying, well, this is on TV. And so I was like, oh, okay. So now I even like watching them too after. But I really like to watch them after the people talk about them, unfortunately, because I just kind of like to have like a little insight about it. So hopefully we'll find one that we all have watched and one that's found on. Not, yeah, we could do it. Not that I'm promoting anybody to go kill somebody. So we have something <laughs> to talk about. But if you do, make sure you do it with some big watcher. Okay. So let's move to the topic, untangling and entanglement. So for those of you who knew anything about the, the, the whole Jada Pickett, what's his name? The guy a spiral was- Austin August August Alcino Santino what's his name August Alcino oh August Alcino and so the whole entanglement thing so this I, I think the concept of entanglement can it transcend transcends various types of relationships right it could be yeah. friendships it could be personal relationships it could be intimate relationships it could be professional relationships so what we're going to do is we're going to talk a little bit about you first and your little entanglements so as we kind of highlighted initially there was kind of a a larger friend group i think right yeah and the friend group kind of trendled down for whatever reason yeah but i don't want to overstep my boundaries and see what you're comfortable talking about because i do believe in respecting people's boundaries particularly with 
what they want to talk about. Right. But I will push, and you know that. So, yeah. So, <laughs> I, I will fall. let you kind of take us off on the entanglement of the friendship group. Okay. So, yeah, like you said, we all had a similar group that we, we all met in. I have been a part of that friend group for, gosh, almost 20 years. Yeah, 20 years. And, yeah, like, it just... To me, it was one of those things. Let I, me interject. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> this ain't just a friend group. When I tell you this motherfucker on this other side was a ride or die to the point, like, you can't say shit about these other people. Like, <laughs> he is going to be there standing up, even if he know they wrong. He's the type of motherfucker that would be standing up, ready to fight, knowing that he's fighting for a, a bullshit-ass reason. But he was the type of ride or die friend that's gonna be there, and then he'll talk. He'll talk to you later, like bitch. You know, you know, you fucked up. You have us fighting for no reason. Like that is kind of how he was with this group. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, that, and that's me as a person. That's me when I'm ride or die with you. And so yeah, like that's why I I really never saw us ever like not being in a friend group, never falling out. I couldn't even think of anything that would tear us apart. It's almost like family. Like it was just stuck together like glue but as we've gotten older it was just boundaries that were crossed that i just cannot see any recovery from and people like to i guess say that you know i i don't know like everybody's different i just can't see any recovery from it out of the friend group i you know, we were, we were all very attractive, are very attractive. I ain't going to say are, were. We are a very attractive group, each person in their own unique way. So it was always going to be somebody that was trying to talk to one of us or trying to talk to all of us. And that was a common thing. Like, nobody gave two fucks about that. But the deal breaker would have been like, of course you wouldn't talk to or encounter somebody else's partner that was in the group or something like that. Like, that would be like... Why would you do that? Mm-hmm. And so I guess that was the part that really, I think, destroyed me more so than anything because it was like a betrayal that it's like I felt like I could tell you what they would do and say whether I was in the room or not in the room. It was like a true form of integrity. Like I knew that, you know, it's just certain stuff that you can't even tell me this person said or you can't even tell me this person did that. And you just couldn't because I just knew that. I just felt like I knew the group so well. But, lo and behold, you don't know everybody, and you don't know what everybody would do. Just because you don't do it, don't mean another bitch won't. So, clearly, I was blindsided, shocked, and was ready to fight. And I still kind of walk around with a, like, on-site kind of mentality. I don't know if I'm quite how I'm going to handle that yet. But, 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 but how long ago? So, y'all were friends for about 20 years, you say? Yes. And what? How long has it been that the breakup occurred? It's been now a year and a half. Yeah, about a year and a half. And how do you feel about the breakup? It's still devastating to me. It's still like you really lost a friend group. Like it's still really devastating to me because in your adult age, you just don't encounter a lot of friends the same way. Meeting new people, trusting them just comes differently the older that you get and it's not as easy to call people friend the older that you get because you've also 
usually had enough bullshit to go on that you can call it so quickly that you don't even give it time or space to actually um, authentically happen. Mm -hmm. So I have been like, you know, shocked that it's happened. But with it happening, it did show me what true friendship really is all about. I have always presented myself friendly. I always knew that that was one of the key components with having friends. I've never even had a problem with making friends or people wanting to be close to me. I've never had a problem doing that because you, of how I make people cause, feel. Because, 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 let me, let me make me fool. Because <clears throat> Keith is loquacious. But other than that, <laughs> oh my Keith is Loquacious. All right. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. But I, I've never had that problem. So, like, now that we are not friends, like, yeah, like, I, cause I still wish them the best. And I authentically am kind of sad that I'm not along the journey of some of the best parts of life. Like, we've had great times over the 20 years, but it's even better when you become adults with friends, like, to watch people grow, to see people go through hard times and still conquer and come out on top of it. Like, to be in the trenches with somebody and then see the light at the end of the tunnel to me is like the real hoorah of the friendship and so yeah I'm, I'm still a little torn okay I'm gonna push you a little bit so the people because the people would be listening like what the fuck is he talking about okay I'm gonna push you you tell me what you, okay. how far you want to go so what was kind of the deal breaker of the of the friendship for you that caused you to get to this point so my longest term longest running relationship of about what eight years or so intimate relationship uh-huh um was interrupted by my closest friend proposing to sleep with my significant other yeah and actually attempting to just go through with it and then trying to hide behind it to make me look like I was crazy when I had all alone kind of had suspected like, you know, initially, even when I first started talking to the person, they, you know, my friends never really liked them. They thought we were, it was an age gap. They didn't really like how the person acted. They just didn't care. Like everything that you could say negative about the person was pretty much what it was. Yeah, I'm it was almost that. five years. It was almost five years in before it was even a warm up to the person. And I would even be guilty of like, you know, not even bringing a person around or, you know, still trying to bridge the gap of holding on to your friends and sometimes not supporting your partner to the strongest point because I valued my friendships that well and I felt that they would do the same for me. And this alone just like took me by storm. Like it really, really shocked me to know that. I'm giving my best and I'm doing my best and you still fuck me over. And then fuck me over with something as minuscule as trying to even sleep with or even propose any type of sexual acts with the person that I've been in a long-term relationship with. Like, I just couldn't understand why that would be somebody on your radar when you've spoken so negatively about them the whole time I've been in a relationship. They're not attractive. They're nobody that you would like to talk to. You just can't understand why I talk to them. Like, it was just a down spiral of all these negative things. And yet you underlyingly still envied something that I had and wanted it. And that was still so shocking to me. Like, I just could not, because I, I guess when you're just not a jealous hearted person or 
you don't measure yourself up to other people. It's just like you don't even look at things in that room. So, but did you think it was jealousy or is it more so just don't give a fuck? Because the reason I asked that question is that those are two different things, right? Mm -hmm. Me being jealous of something that you have, right? Mm -hmm. It's different from me just don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. Like, I just think this is typical, normal. And so, therefore, I should be able to engage in it as well without you being upset. Like, where did you, where do you think that actually falls? Mm, I think it's a little bit of both, like, you know, looking at the situation on the outside in now, because I was always given praise for. Oh, you know, since I hang out with you, that makes me more comfortable in my own skin. I'm not so, you know, cautious of what people have to say about me or, you know, being outgoing, outspoken, not giving the, the whole mentality of not giving a fuck almost came from me helping you develop that not give a fuck. Now, you having somebody not give a fuck and they turn it maliciously is not I won't take part in saying that I had that but just giving the comfortability of being able to walk in your own authentic shoes and be okay with it I think that's initially what started so what made me glean back to the jealousy part of that was after you've now been given the ability to not give a fuck and you are kind of like curious of what the other person has or you envy a little bit of what they have because you still know that for somebody to teach you something is mean they've already kind of conquered it and they live this. This is who they are. Mm-hmm. You are still trying to go through it to figure out if you can hold to this, what you're trying to do or be. So let me make sure I understand. When you say that, I, <clears throat> I'm going to pair it back what I think I heard you say. <clears throat> At one point, you indicated that <clears throat> you kind of, what I understood is that you kind of gave, your energy kind of gave individuals the desire to be more open and like having this mentality of I can be who I am. Mm-hmm. Is that what I understand? Yes. Yes. Right. And you're talking about the friends. Yes. Okay. And you're you've been with the friends kind of opened them up to just be who they are. Yes. Right. Yes. And so as part of that opening them up to being who they are, you felt that you all now I'm just gonna say this the three of you, right? What kind of on the same page at yeah. that point, right? Yeah. Because you kind of knew each other, you knew each other's yeah. thought process, you knew how each other moved and shaped mm-hmm. and all of that, right? Yeah. Is that yeah, what yeah. I understand? Yeah. Okay. And <clears throat> let me ask this question then, because you are an individual who has, who is going through counseling, right? Mm-hmm. Who has gone through counseling. Mm-hmm. Do you know whether or not the two, any of the two have gone through counseling? No. All right. Now, do you think I know that there was a breakdown, but given the fact that people can change, mm-hmm. do you think there's a possibility that you all can rekindle this by having an adult conversation about the boundaries that was crossed and potentially come to a place where you can be in the same room with each other without there being tension? Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. And is that something that you're interested in doing? I mean... I- it's at this point. I mean, I'm 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 not pressed, but I'm not opposed. Uh, uh-uh. like I know we can definitely be in the same room and the same time. I mean, we will be in the same room at the same time on numerous occasions. Because like, you I all mean, have similar we have friends. right. We have similar yeah. friends. We I mean, shit got class reunions. Like I mean, it's different. It's so many different things that will 
clubs, parties, people. Like, it's definitely times that we will cross paths. And it's no bad blood. Like, I mean, it's just... Is there no bad blood? I'm not the bad... Because you just said, I'm going to push you a little bit. Mm -hmm. Because you said earlier, you know, I'm, I'm... I still might fuck him up on site. No, I'm really not going to do okay, that. Okay, right. I'm really not going to do that. That was just right. me playing. Okay. Uh, no, I'm really not because I, at the end of the day, it's like to do that. It's no, it's, it was, it would gain nothing because I know what I authentically bring when I come into the room. So when you don't have me, like that was your loss. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I totally understand. I know that. Like I, I know when you what I bring to the table. Like mm-hmm. I know the the energy that I have. I know, I know that. Like. It's it's because it's who I am. It's not me putting on the front. It's not me trying to boost or brag. Like no, I know I'm a great friend to have in your corner. I know that I bring light to a lot of people's life when I encounter them. I know that because mm-hmm. it's my goal. It's my words of affirmation that I speak over myself before I walk out the door. So mm-hmm. I know what I'm authentically giving to somebody mm-hmm. when I enter their life. Um, and so when you decide to put me out then i mean that's on you because i can i count on one hand how many people i've ever fell out with in my mm-hmm. entire life like one hand uh, yeah, I, I, just don't, think, I don't think i just don't follow i've known you since 2018 2017 i don't think we've ever had Mm-mm. ever no. had an altercation ever had a disagreement mm-hmm. and, and, and you the most peculiar bitch i know <laughs> Oh, wait, 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 what? The most peculiar bitch I know. Why? Because you are. Like, I mean, you just, it's not that you're peculiar. You're just very, yeah, you're peculiar. But you, you walk in your own, you walk in your own little lane. And it's almost like sometimes bitches ain't walking in your lane. You can almost be like, well, get on my side of the road. Why you ain't on that? Why you not on my side? I'm to walk on the side. And you'll feel like, but why are you not on this side? Why you? It's almost as if you can be, I'm not gonna say intimidating. I guess it would. I guess well, it depends on who you are. I'm not intimidated by you because I know that your goal is not to make somebody feel inferior. Mm-hmm. But if you are strong-minded about what you have going on for yourself, mm-hmm. it's just hard to be deterred. And I think some people don't know how to take that when being in somebody's presence that is just driven to have a certain a certain outcome on life in general like that's mm-hmm. just like they have a tunnel vision to it they're kind of traditionalist with it they are routine mm-hmm. like people like that sometimes can cause others that are coming into their lives to not understand where they fit mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i guess me i just i wasn't trying to figure out where i fit i was just like it's you cool, I'm cool, and if we dwell, then we will. And that's what it was. It was no expectations really on it. It just uh, naturally happened. Mm-hmm. And I think once you could gather that too, that it wasn't, I ain't want nothing from you, didn't care. You right. know, I just really authentically wanted to get to know you. And I feel like we got closer even after the fallout of my friends because of. I think sometimes I thought the friendship was the friendship was causing like a little I won't say a wedge, but I guess you had authentically got to see me and then see the my dynamics in the group, my dynamics outside of the group, mm-hmm. and I think you were more so questioning like I don't understand how y'all are so close because y'all are so different, mm-hmm. and um and not just different. So I I I am a firm believer that people with differences can have fun, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. I. And this is no shade to any of them, right? Mm-hmm. That full disclaimer, I'm not close to them. Like, one of them I don't follow at all, no communication. One of them I still do, right? Because for me, in my head, we didn't have an issue. Now, 
I think that there are certain things that this person should have done that they did not do to be just to sit in your integrity. Like for me, I'm big on sitting in your integrity, mm -hmm. right? And so I felt that maybe there were just some inauthentic aspects about certain folks that I didn't understand grabs because I didn't hang out as much with you all like you all there was a group that was always together because y'all live in the same state yes. right so y'all always together right mm -hmm. and I would come in I would go and for me I always I, I said this on my first journey episode of the journey you know when I'm talking about introspection I always try to move authentic about who I am and I'm always trying to be genuine with my interactions with people mm -hmm. and I am who I am mm -hmm. right I know I'm odd sometimes I know that I am conservative to some mm -hmm. right um, but I stand true to who I am yeah and I'm not going to move that because people say x y and z right but I always thought because I was authentic that folks would be authentic to me but little did I know Folks were talking behind my back like I was shit on the street. Same here. <laughs> yeah, same here. Uh, I didn't know that, right? And I, I didn't even... expect that. And I mean, it bothered me initially, but then I came to the conclusion, well, if they talk about these people around me, then obviously they're talking about me too. Right. right? But I really didn't think that. Like, I really did not think that as a friend group. I felt like just because somebody's talking about... Because the two don't always have to be. Just because somebody's talking about somebody else doesn't off the gate mean that they're talking about you. Because I didn't do that. So I don't put anything on nobody that I don't do. My closest friends, I don't talk about my closest friends negatively outside mm -hmm. of them. So right. I would expect the same. Like, right. Because I don't do that. Right. Now, would that mean I'm going to talk about somebody? No. But I, cause I will. But my yeah. friends, no. They're on a different level of discussion. Yeah, yeah. And I'm definitely not discussing them without them being present with another party. Like, yeah, that's yeah. just not what we're doing. Yeah. And so even things like that, like, I did not know. But after the fallout and then, like, noticing that out of the friend group, the two people that fell from the fearing group of everybody collectively and them being removed and everybody else still being together. Like, it's almost like, wow. Like, I guess I was blindsided. I really was. Cause I, I had, had no idea of anything and everybody had so much to share and it was shocking. It was definitely shocking. It was definitely shocking. The whole ordeal has been an eye opening moment. It has been, a roller coaster, like that's why I was like, counseling is amazing. It has been an emotional roller coaster from the the incident actually occurring mm -hmm. all the way up until now. Like, I mean, it's an ongoing process because constantly life is life and things are happening, mm -hmm. and you just have to deal with the cards that you're being dealt. But that doesn't mean that you receive them well. Mm -hmm. It's just that you're having to play the game, mm -hmm. and I am. Like I said, I'm not happy with the total outcome, but I'm not questioning why it happened because sometimes, I mean, I think things happen for a reason. And if it was just, you know, to even bring our other side of friends closer, I'm fine with that. Like, I'm still happy with the relationships that I have. They are definitely eye-opening, and, and I know that I have a good foundation. So I'm I'm not, not really... You know, bad about it because I don't question when things happen like yeah. that when people are removed from and, your life. And here's what I would say is that having t 
to fall out, having the fallout of the friend group mm-hmm. has taught me some valuable lessons, right? Is that sometimes people tend to want to pull strings when there's a large group, right? And, and here's what I'm saying with that is that people think that they are the reason why this group exists. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing how you find out that people have connections that they didn't even know they had at the time. Mm -hmm. Right. Like for instance, I I met you first, right. Mm -hmm. But I was interacting more with other people. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. But here we are. Right. And Mm -hmm. here we continue to have these communications. And even like, I'm going to say his name, Chester. Right. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> we talk all the time, mm-hmm. right? And it, it, it's a genuine conversation. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like anything that he would do or say is to harm me, right? Right. And it it was just an amazing experience to see the beauty of that come out. Right. And I would say, at least for one of the people, I really, I don't know, I'm, it's not that I'm sad, but I feel bad that we can't continue our conversations or our interactions with each other, right? Because mm. of another person. Right. Right. Because I don't need to like everyone. No. Right. I could be cordial and respectful, mm-hmm. but I don't need to like everyone. And yeah, it's just, I don't know. It, yeah, it is. It, sucks. it does. It does. Because we've because had we some had great trips. times. Yeah. Yes, trips. we had really, really great Fuck times. Me. Even like, even if we ain't going nowhere, just to all be able to uh, have a kickback at somebody's house, right. make something to eat and just Play sit around. Cars, and just smoke hookah, right. talk about bullshit. Yes. It's what's fun. It yeah. was really fun just to have those moments. Like, just just carefree fun that is that's that's fun like you just can't be you can't put a price tag on that like yeah and so yeah you definitely would miss that but i am still gracious that i still can have those moments with my circle that i have now and that they are with the group of people that they're supposed to be with because the people that i have now have my best interests at heart like one of the hardest moments that i had to go through this year was the loss of my mom and to have friends that like authentically like cry with me felt for me like supported me and still yet are is amazing like i mean i have one friend me and her have been friends since the seventh grade and like the, de- the detective yeah <laughs> <laughs> My friend gonna look out. Like, what thing she gonna do? Look, she, gonna she look was out. in Puerto Rico, giving me the third degree, and I'm like, "Chick, I don't even know you." My friend, and you know out. how like I am, like I don't a, re- a recluse, like, like I don't so be- <laughs> right. And 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 her thing is, like, I always tell her she has the best questions when talking. Like even when I'm speaking to her about anything, she's like, "What did you say this? Did you say that?" And I was like, "Girl, no, that ain't crossed my mind." Hmm, that's good though like I mean she can really get she can really make a person open up and like she just having random conversation it's not even it's it's just she's an inquisitive person but it's so naturally done because it's who she is that it doesn't even feel intrusive yeah and like just simple stuff like she had come the other day just to share with me that she has a plant that is thriving and growing so nice and she was like i named the plant after she named the plant after my mom and she was like she's just thriving and growing 
And I was like, oh, my God, like, I'm, you know, just in tears. But, like, to have somebody that is your friend that just does things like that, those are people that genuinely, like, just love you so unconditionally. Mm-hmm. I have another friend that has to ride by the burial plot where my mom is buried at every, I think, about twice a month or so. They go and check on a relative, but they, the relative lives by where the burial plot is. And every time they ride by, they just speak to her like i can tell where they are even if we're on the phone in the car because they yell out hey sick girl mm-hmm. and keep it moving and like that's just something that they do every time they pass by the the spot or whatever and like just stuff like that just shows you how people love you and just love on you and or and like even chester like just calling and just being like well where's your head at the day like how you feeling today what, mm-hmm. what's on your mind today yeah. like just have people that do things like that and then here like then I, when i was telling you like when i had to transition into the dmv area and just like oh my god i don't know how i'm gonna do this how i'm gonna do that where i'm gonna stay what is this like and for you to be like well i mean you know that's why i stay i don't know how complete it is to where you got to get to but you know right. to get on your feet whatever you need to do right because you, you, you were here like you were living here and they I mean, pay no rent i mean well, he pay, ain't pay a dime. Bitch, I was in here cooking and cleaning. After I done got off work, don't cook, don't clean. But I was up here like, but no, it was good. It was definitely still like just to have somebody open because that is that's your dwelling place. That's yeah. where you are able to authentically be you. Yeah. You can walk away from the world and to still feel comfortable in your own home. Yet have somebody else there still says a lot too. Yeah. Because you know it's what they open up the door and you like, Lord, now when they go, yeah. I'm about to head out. I ain't know. Yeah. Lord, get your things. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't want nobody in my house when I ain't in my house. <laughs> and, that's, and, and, and that's the point. Like, okay, so you. Okay, so you've known me long enough. Mm-hmm. You know I don't like everybody in my house. No, in like my no, not in your space. Like it, it's enough for you to even dwell out of this space you in a public mean... space with a group of people. <laughs> yet alone to then bring the group into your home. I like don't that like is... people in my space. No, like, no, like even with like for your birthday, right? We 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 had like mm, yeah, it was so random, but so fun though. It was. It was everybody was here that we was just celebrating your birthday. Then <laughs> somebody was just like, can can. Can my friend come? I thought, oh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, shit. Cause you and I was like, let me go, let me go upstairs to pray a little bit. Yeah. Right, I didn't know what else was going to be. I'm yeah. like, oh, because, you, you know, for me, <clears throat> I'm a firm believer in energy. Yes, right? And I, and I be, believe that energy, it comes into the room. Mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And if I don't get a sense of your energy before, what I don't want you to do is leave your negative energy here. Right. 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 Because when you're gone, that negativity still can linger here and mm-hmm. it can resonate and do things to me mm-hmm. that is sh- that I didn't invite. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I'm very like, I'm very clear on that. Like even for, let's be clear. Okay. And we'll transition. Like people, I, my son is, is going to be 19. Mm-hmm. On Monday. Oh. You've never met him in person. Well, I did. Have you? Yeah, I just, the la- the what, the last time I came to, to record with one or another. He, he was, go- yeah, you missed him though. No, we met. Oh, you met. We're, okay, yeah, we met. yeah, yeah. So, you know that <clears throat> even though he's technically an adult, mm-hmm. I don't let everybody in his space no and i've been knowing and i was that was I, this was uh, a few weeks this was a week ago that i met him and i've known you going on almost six 
Yes. Mm -hmm. I don't let any and everyone in his space because for me, he is the most important person mm -hmm. in my life. It should be. Right. And I'm in, I'm very clear on the energy that I bring around him. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when people make comments like, oh, well, this person, this, that, and the third, or was around this, you know, this, that, and the third with him, like, I think they don't understand that if I let you around him, that means that you mean something to me. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah. No, like, for, yeah. And I totally got And that's why I never pressured the point because I was I mean I every time we hung out we were cutting up we've been adults so I never saw a place either where he needed to be like I, I mean I don't have children more like we were doing no no kid dates so if being a parent does not mean that you don't need to let your hair down too yeah, yeah. so I never saw the place that was I think okay for him to, to hang out with yeah. us like because we were always letting our hair down we were all working individuals Monday through Friday like after 5 o'clock we wanted to be able to release and have a good time yeah. and so those just were not the places for him to be so I never thought that it was you didn't want me to meet him or it was something about me that you thought shouldn't encounter it was yeah. just like no but when was an appropriate time and place yeah. for us to be at, at the yeah. same time yeah. it, and it just wasn't it, so yeah it's a process yeah it yeah. is it's a process I think that any true parent well i'm gonna say true parent any caring parent cares about who their child encounters and how they encounter them like i, I just think that that's good parent yes. that's just being a good parent yeah so it won't okay well one last question i would ask on this topic not mm -hmm. to belabor it but i understand about the friends but what about the significant other like how did you feel about that person interacting with in whatever fashion it was interacting what was your how do you feel about that and yeah mm -hmm. that because, because, and here, because the only reason i'm asking is like it takes two to tango mm -hmm. right and so kind of how does that play i mean i was just as hurt by that one because it was like i'm one of the most open-minded people with relationships like i mean the new style dating people want to be in open relationships or Not me. you know or you know swinging wanting to go to sex clubs wanting to be open like all of those things not me i am okay with i'm okay with exploring your sexuality and i feel like exploring your sexuality when you got a good partner with you is even better because it's like bitch at least i got one person here that got my back out of all the strangers i don't know yeah, yeah. like so i am i'm fine with all that i'm a very open cool down to earth i can get with anything that needs to be thrown my way when it comes to that so when you get to somebody that you basically like bitch you got free range to do whatever you want why don't you have the mind the the mindset of how to be in control of it i mean of course you had my significant other had friends or people that tried to hit on me slid in my dms all the time bitch that's your friend I, and that and i don't even consider all of them to be that close but i knew that y'all knew each other or y'all went to high school together or y'all college together whatever the case yeah. may be it just didn't entice me to want to have anything to ever want to do with you before or after because it was it's just too many people out here that i don't have to interact with somebody that has already like that's just not my thing i think that's messy i think it's a very dis distasteful because there's too many people out here like it is enough people that you do not have to be inside the same circle talking to people it's already bad enough that somebody's always going to know someone anyway just off of how small the world has become of the day in social media 
but you don't have to directly interject yourself in the places that are already a little tight by themselves. Yeah. So for or, him, or supposed to be a safe space. Yeah, like, right. yeah. Like I've never ever been in a relationship or friend groups where I had to worry about me somebody I'm talking to sleeping with a friend or anything like that has never ever ever been on my radar because I've never been that person yeah. I mean I've always been secure in who I was I never had to no like everybody I've known like you could leave your man your girl whoever around me like if that's yours done deal like I mean it's just I, tunnel vision don't even see it like that is just not for me because I don't care like I, yeah. it, I don't care like I just and I always valued the overall friendships are my encounters with the people versus that one time of sexual encounter that you might have had that would ruin stuff forever like yeah. it's not worth any of that like none of it's worth that i would rather have a long-term friend than to have a long-term of heartache for me not for me misjudging the moment and acting off of that and now it has ruined a lifetime of memories that could have been like I just that's just not my thing so with him doing that it was very very disheartening very like I mean it's just I mean it just was really disheartening like you just cannot understand how low somebody has to be that they will degrade you or degrade the relationship in that form like I just it's yeah. It still wonders like what is what is the mind state yeah, of that? Like what were you thinking? What were you thinking? Like why? what like why? Like how? Of all the people in the Yeah, map, it's like how does that even how does that even happen? Like I just don't understand. I don't care if you depressed, low moment, whatever, like why is that where you turn? Like how yeah. is that where you turn? Like I just can't get it. And especially out of how many times I've been like sloppy drunk with my friends. I mean blackout drunk. And like that's just never cross my mind to do like never yeah. like yeah so well but it's a learning experience and it it's, a, it's a step and everybody stone. ain't the same yeah and it's a stepping stone right and <clears throat> the good thing that i hear out of this and i i always try to look at civil linings and i think the civil lining here is that you've indicated that you think that there is a way potentially mm-hmm. for you all to figure it out i'm using that yeah. word figure it out right yeah. because i have hope that you all can't figure it out because 20 years of friendship is a long time to just forget about right mm-hmm. and so my hope is whatever that looks like whatever it looks like at the end of the day mm-hmm. that you feel comfortable in that and that you feel secure in that mm-hmm. and that you all can like come together and you know, maybe just go to brunch and talk it through and like figure it out. And yeah, I, I just hope at the end of the day. Yeah, me too. I mean, I do because for one, for one, like I do believe in karma too. And sometimes like you want to clear the air for your sake. Yeah. Like you just don't want to walk in a situation not giving a fuck all the time or carrying not on. Not over here tipsy already, but go ahead. Or carrying that weight because i mean like i know people like apologies aren't really shit they aren't because they're not without any actions they're not but well i don't know i have a different perspective on that i mean just saying you're just saying i'm sorry does not really carry no that's not enough i i agree but i do think that there is value in a person recognizing they fucked up yes recognizing that they hurt a situation or hurt whatever 
and owning up to it. Now, yes. I agree yes. that it requires you to do something after that, right? What actions are you showing to, I don't know, what what are you doing to ensure that your apology is well received? But it does take some value in a person mm-hmm. to recognize that they're wrong. Now, mm-hmm. if you feel like they're just saying, I, I apologize, say I apologize, that's different. But I do think there is value in a person recognizing I fucked up. It is, but that, that's but that's when you that just because somebody said that sorry, I don't really, always think they realized that they did. Oh, I agree. But yeah, to yeah to realize to have the realization that you know you did something wrong, and to apologize is really big of you. Like yeah. it says a lot, and I think that helps clear your air of karma because I do feel like until you. That old that that old color purple said until you do right by me everything you touch go oh crumble. Really so I mean I do color purple. I, yeah it's a good movie, but yeah like it automatically just kind of like means that, and so I that's just what it is. I mean we're gonna let it go, but yeah. I guess with now now that we've unpacked my entanglement, not unpacked just you know put them <laughs> out there. Now what? I guess how would you? Because I, I, you know, I spoke on you being a peculiar person, mm-hmm. and you know, you are who you are authentically. Now, do you think that any of that has played any perspectives on any of your past relationships or anything that you have encountered with people? Do you think that that has had maybe something to do with them? Maybe or how do you feel? I love people and people love me. Okay. <laughs> and ain't nothing wrong with that. But after that, now after we done tearing that chapter, next book. <sighs> yeah. Okay, what are you asking? Like, for instance, like I know that you were doing my birthday weekend, you had met somebody, and mm-hmm. it seemed like that was going pretty good. Like it was it was really high, strong, really quickly, which I not, I'm not even a person against things moving fast in adulthood because you just kind of already know what you want. You like dating as an adult is totally different than in your youth when you're just kind of maybe captivated by something's what somebody looks like. Now, like that might be your initial speaking because of what they look like, but it doesn't take long to know like this is somebody that I can really long term date. Mm-hmm. I can really get to know. Mm-hmm. Like I like what the, I like how they think. I like how they move. I mm-hmm. like how they make me feel. Like those things are don't take all day to learn. Mm-hmm. And so you seem to be like on cloud nine. I remember you like text me like, I really feel like I am in love. I, I mean, I'm really in love. Like, and you were glowing with this love. And I was like, okay. Because at first I was like, I mean, are you trying to tell me this to make me believe it? Or do you believe it? That was my first intake. Okay, so let me ask that. Let me answer that question. I believed it. So I am, let me just say this. <laughs> If I say I love you, <laughs> I love you. Yeah. That means I love everything about you. That means oh. I love the bullshit. Yeah. I love the great shit. Because right. for me, I'm taking you as you are, right? And I'm a firm believer that when individuals are saying that they are getting into a relationship, that means that I am understand I'm attempting to understand who you are. You're attempting to understand who I am. I may not like everything about you, but because I love you, I'm going to love your flaws. And I just mm-hmm. saw something from Taraji Henson 
what she says I don't have my phone right now, but basically what she says is when you love someone, that means you love their flaws. That Mm -hmm. means they love the things that you don't like about them. You love the things that you like about them. But if there are deal breakers based upon your conversations and those deal breakers occur, Mm -hmm. then that's different. In my situation, I don't think that ever occurred. The deal breakers. There was no deal breaker for me Mm -hmm. that occurred. Right. So to answer that, yes, I felt like I was in love. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And... It, yeah, obviously didn't pan out. I guess the way she <laughs> obviously I'm single. Or... <laughs> obviously I'm single, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I was, I was traveling cross country. The fuck, I know. <laughs> and I was like, Chad, ain't no cheap flight, hun. But uh, to each its own. If it's love, then jet set it on baby uh, you know what but I, mean? like, I was, was like i was into it yeah dude. so far into it that i was like okay this bitch you know they'll put some friends on a back burner for i was not putting new... friends on the back burner but you know that i am a relationship person and so if i feel like i'm in, like i'm in a tunnel relationship vision. Tunnel well, vision. you know i was experiencing that person mm-hmm. you know what i mean like yeah i don't know it yeah it so why would you what why would you say that y'all are apart now? Let me say this. If it was me, my choice, we would not be apart. Okay. okay. <clears throat> why are we apart? I only can tell you what the person told me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which I still don't really understand. But what did they say? I guess because I didn't ho- there's so many different things like there was like I didn't hold emotional space or like I wasn't supporting like the things they wanted to do and it was toxic because we were getting arguments when we were drunk about certain things now mind you <clears throat> I'm gonna say this we got, we got into maybe eight or nine arguments that since we were together and okay. they all were while we were drunk Okay. Never did we get into an argument when we're sober. When we were sober. Now. So what did you? What let, you let, let, and let me clarify this. Even though we lived on different places, we were we met in February. We were together. <laughs> a great deal of that time. Like either I was there, the person was here. I was there, the person was here, and we never had arguments or disagreements sober, right? Right. And so, like, some of the things, let me just say, some of the things were like, oh, well, I felt like you didn't trust me because there was, how should I say this? Mm-hmm. Like it need to be seen. Okay, so you, okay, all right. So let me just say this. I don't pretend that people don't have past oh yeah you should i don't pretend that people don't haven't interacted with people Mm -hmm. right now for me i am the type of person that i'm not a believer that i have to be friends with people who i've interacted with all the time and it's not a common place for me that people I interacted with are going to be my friend and so the person I'm bringing into this should be accepting of that. Right. Now, it's not that I'm not accepting of it, it's that I should know about it. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. So if I'm interacting with someone, for instance, let's say, you know, I go out with someone I'm dating and there's someone I'm interacting with, I'm going to let the person I know that I'm dating that, oh, well, this person and I, we did this. Because what I'm doing is I'm giving that person the choice to decide how they want to move in that situation. Right. Not after the fact. Right. And so there's been times, for instance, we went to Seattle and wanted to meet one of the friends, blah, blah, blah. Had a great time. Loved the friend. Party, had a great time. The friend came to Portland. And while we are driving from a party, the friend is making all these comments about, ah, this is where we met. And then this is when shit went weird and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, Mm. what was the shit that went weird? Like, what's going on? Like, why didn't I know this already? Right. And it wasn't until we got to the thing that I got kind of, you know how I am. Like, I got kind of like weirded out. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, let me shut down a little bit and kind of think about this. Mm -hmm. And so when the person told me, oh, what this happened, I'm like, well, why didn't you tell me this before? Mm-hmm. And what bothered me about that whole situation is that the person said, I knew I should have told you in Seattle, but I didn't know how to tell you. If you knew you were supposed to tell me, why would you wait for someone to put me in a situation that would make me uncomfortable, right? True. And then why are you using that as one of the reasons to say that, I'm jealous or I don't, I think everyone is after you. And that's not it. Like, mm-hmm. I just want my own choice. That's it. Right. Do, do, does it make sense? Yeah. Like, it's, it's what I, well, what I think I hear you saying is that don't blindside me. Yes. Don't, don't blind, do that. don't blindside me. I don't think that I, I like to just be prepared. I'm be prepared. Like I say my words of affirmation to prepare myself for the day. That's a part of me prepping yes. for my day. That's just a regular task. Like it's the same that you should be doing when in, when interacting with somebody, when you're in a new relationship, you're getting to know each other. I mean, I, I almost don't feel like there's no such thing as oversharing at that stage. Like, and I know some people try to, but I think they try to think of the outcome before they actually say what they need to say. Mm-hmm. And I think that they will slow walk through a process thinking that that might help the delivery or change the outcome of how I feel. But that's not always the case. That Sometimes that usually makes it worse, mm-hmm. usually, because it's like then the person begins to unpack all of the times before then that something might have felt the type of way or that they had these different thoughts and feelings. Right. And that you made me to feel that, that I was crazy for having these thoughts or having these feelings. Like, even with my case, I had had a few reservations when I was like... It's kind of weird. Like, oh, what are y'all talking about? What are you doing? And like, when you have somebody ask you these things or inquire about them, instead of you just kind of, you know, clearing it up, you put, brush, it o- brush it over for it to later blow up. Mm-hmm. And that is what I think makes the situation so hard to bear because you were not transparent. And yeah, yeah and I, I, I mean, I don't, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's so hard because. Like where we are now, <laughs> it's almost like you would have thought that I cheated on the person or like like I physically abused the person, like the way they kind of like don't want any communication with me. Right. Right. And I'm like, but nothing happened in reality. Like nothing really happened. Like, why is it that we can't navigate through these conversations? Why is it that we can't 
understand, okay, well, there's a difference of opinion about a certain situation, but you've made an active choice to engage with a person. Mm-hmm. And so therefore you need to make an active choice to disclose information that would, that you already know the person should know, right? but you're not giving the in- individual the, the, the information they need. Right. Right. And then you make it seem like the person is like, like not being respectful or not like, I, 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 I don't know. I know I'm like, no, cause, I, because I, part of me, I, I, I want to stay honest, mm-hmm. but I also don't want to make it seem like I'm bitter. And I also don't want to make it seem like I'm trying to attack the person. Mm-hmm. And but I don't, right. And I don't think it's coming. Well, I don't, I don't think it's coming off that way because you are always entitled to show emotions about anything mm-hmm. is what you do with the emotions that cause the problem. Mm-hmm. It's okay to be angry. It's okay mm-hmm. to be upset. It's okay to cry. All those mm-hmm. things are okay. Mm-hmm. It's just after you've experienced them, then what, what you do with them. So what I feel like you're going through now are the times where after two people have went through their disagreement or the spat, then you turn and look at the only person and question the only person that you can. And that's Which yourself. Yeah, so yeah. I feel like, which is reasonable to do. So then you start to try to see, like, is there ways that I could move differently? What, did I did I miss something? Did I miss this mark? Did I miss that mark? And so during that process, it can maybe appear that you are being pointing the finger or feeling like a victim. But okay. Let me give you an example of a situation. So you know that I don't... I took this person out to... A, to Philadelphia to a, a work event. And you know, I don't bring people around my people who I work with. Mm-hmm. So obviously, I thought the world of this person. Yeah, because this was. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. What? Yeah, because I was like, yeah, I ain't meet people that you were encountered. To, like I said, once again, five, six years later down the road, this is when, you know, those bridges started to, you know, be bridged. And they turn out, I think, to be great. Like, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. really. You really know, great. I don't bring people around my people. Understandable. Right. right? And there was a situation, it was a Friday, and we were going to go out and meet some of the folks. Now, you know, also, I'm very private, so mm-hmm. I don't I don't just, like, let everybody into my space. And so I said to the person, I said, look, I'm going to, I wanted the person to meet two particular people, because these are the people who I fuck with right. at, at my job, right? Mm-hmm. And they know me, they love me. And they want to see me happy. And I said, these are the people I want you to meet. They're out. And I don't really fuck with everyone that they're out with. But because I don't really know how they move, if we go there and I don't introduce you, don't take it personal. It's just that they don't need to know because they're not important to me. Mm -hmm. The people who you need to meet, you're going to meet. Right? Yeah. Oh, my God. That turned into a whole argument. To like, ah, you're taking away my, what was it? You're taking away my, essentially taking away my ability or whatever. And literally the whole day was fucked up. Like we didn't go out at all, right? The person was so pissed off. And I'm like, and I sat there and I, I literally sat there for 30 minutes and I said, I didn't do anything wrong. Like I'm telling you that. It's not that I don't want to introduce you. I don't think these people need to know anything about us because they're not important mm-hmm. to me, right? These are just people who I have to 
rub shoulders with because I have to, but they don't need to be in my personal space, Mm -mm. energy, and all of that. And I said, I also don't want to place you in a predicament where you feel uncomfortable. Right. And so in my head, I'm thinking I'm protecting the person I'm with, right? Mm -hmm. Versus just throwing them out to the wolves, right? And that, yeah, it's just like totally, the, the that was a Friday. Total Friday, gone. Just We ended up just standing in the room, the hotel room, the entire night. And the next next morning, it was like all these apologies, blah, 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 blah. And then it was almost as if I was supposed to just be like, okay, you apologize, move on. Right. But if I did that, right you get to harbor on to all these other things that we've already discussed Mm -hmm. and i just i don't know i just felt cheated if that makes sense yeah because it was like i went into this thinking that i was giving good intentions and having your best interest at heart and for whatever reason you spun it and i get you know how some people think you know the worst but that's that I mean, I hate to say it, but that's really a, a personal thing that you have to work through. Like, even as adults and moving forward in relationships, you know, everybody has a past. You've encountered people that have did X, Y, and Z. But if you haven't properly healed from situations, then you don't need to make yourself available to be dating and invoking that energy into somebody else until you fully completed healing on your own. Because people have this mentality where, like, well, I think you don't want me to meet nobody because it's probably somebody that you don't fucked in the group and you don't want them to know who I am. Yeah, but I don't think they. They, they, are, I don't. Or, think, I don't think they thought that at all. Well, I mean, if it wasn't that you thought it was some type of encounter before, then I don't understand how it would have raised any flag. Because that should have been the only thing that raised the flag. Like you maybe not introducing somebody because you have an interest for someone else, or you don't want me to appear to be more significant or the other. Like I, I just, other than that, I can't see how that would cause you to have an attitude before. After you've already let the person know, I think the only thing that should have caused any discomfort would have been the follow-up after we went out and yeah. you so you gave me and, this and disclaimer. you felt like i was like exactly bullshit. yes right. you gave me this disclaimer before and then your disclaimer didn't really add up to what right. the night had become right now we have a discussion that needs to be had right. but you're you know basically preparing me prior to leaving and let me know what's going on which now my you know guards are up to just be at full alert because you've right. now made me aware of something and if it plays out like it was supposed to play out, then that should be another line through why you are closer to this person, why they can be trusted, right. why they have given me the reasons for why I'm with them pretty much should have been the outcome of that, not just totally discarded. Because at that point, you still really don't know if this person is legitimately who they say they are and that the situation was what it was supposed to be because you never got to in actually go on to it yeah but that's a issue that as an individual you have to work through that because there's yeah. really nothing that you could have did besides not gave any disclaimer and then showed up and to me then that's more deceitful than anything because if you're moving differently than when i've ever seen you move before with a different group of people i'm still gonna have my guard up now looking trying to figure out well why did you yeah blindside me like why do you got me here or why are you acting different or what is this like if i have to keep asking that beforehand i always want to be prepared for anything that i'm walking into let me make the decisions on what is going on but you know of course to brief me or whatever yeah yeah 
I don't think there was anything that you could have did, but I mean, that was the right thing after the person has revealed how they feel to still go back and check yourself to be like, okay, well, did I handle that the wrong way? Was there something that I might have could have changed or did? I mean, but yeah, it wasn't. I mean, I, I, it wasn't. I, yeah, I did that multiple times. And I, I will say, as I said before, it's just not me just being an asshole. I didn't do anything wrong in that situation. In my head, first of all, you're here because you know why you're here. You're here because I'm doing something with my organization. Mm-hmm. You know that I want you to be present. And I'm telling you that I don't move with these particular individuals the mm-hmm. way I move with these particular individuals. Right. And so the folks who I want you to be in the know with, those are the individuals that you are going to be in the know with, right? Clear. Because those are the people I fuck with at the end of the day. That's right? clear. The other people is... Hey, how you doing? How is everything? Blah, blah, blah. I'm still going to be nice. Yeah. But you don't need to know my personal life. No. Like, you don't get an insight of who I am just because we interact like that. And then, like, there was, like, this situation, like, when I was in Portland. I was in Portland. And there was, we went out. We went to a um, concert. And then after the fact, there was this friend. Now, I say friend loosely because the person I was dating was saying they're not really that close, but okay, whatever. <laughs> we go out after the concert. And so we go to a bar and like this person is like trying to like, I use the word psychoanalyze. Like, mm. you know, my friend is like, my friend needs love. How do you show my friend love? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, bro, we had a fucking bar. Like, I don't know you. We haven't had any conversation. Why do I have to, have this intimate conversation about how I love your friend when, oh, by the way, when your friend was here in D.C., you didn't try to bother to have a conversation with us and meet with us and have dinner or lunch or whatever Mm -hmm. so you can explore this in a more intimate situation. But you wait until we're we're already drinking and having fun to try to have this, like, spring in this conversation on me. Mm. And then it makes it seem like, because I don't want to have a conversation, that I'm incapable of being able to delineate how I love you. You know what I mean? Like, And was the person present when these questions were being asked? Like, these They were-, were there and then they moved and went to another table. Oh, is it almost like it was like a setup kind of thing? Well, that's what I was wondering. Was it a setup? Because I... I mean, At the time, I didn't think so. Yeah. Looking back, yeah. it feels that way. But I also know the person, right? I think... <clears throat> They left because they knew it was uncomfortable and didn't know how to interject. Mm, well, I mean, that's once again problematic because, I mean, if you are the mutual party, it's always your. That's what you have to do as a mutual party. If you bring somebody somewhere and you're the person that knew everything about both, you have to be there if times get a little trouble or. To interject, like I mean, that's what you're there for because the other two people don't know each other. So you're supposed to be the bridge, right? And I, I mean, it's and, and, and then that person contacts the person I was dating the next day. I didn't know this until some time after. It's like, oh, he's not, he's not right for you. He has all these. He needs to go through counseling. And I'm like, first of all, where's your psychiatrist degree? Right. Counseling, counseling. What's your certificate? Something. And first of all, why you diagnosing people? Exactly. When did I ask you for help? Right. (laughs) To analyze and diagnose me. Right. Exactly. Like where where does that where does that come into play? Right. Like you know what I mean? Right. I don't know. It was just like 
it's, it's just so many different things. And then the other thing that really pissed me off is like this last time I was there, they kind of treat me like shit. It's fine, whatever. But one thing the person said was like, you make it seem like it's so important to meet Davion, but all these other people met Davion, my son. Mm-hmm. And that really triggered me, right? Mm-hmm. And it triggered me because you did not appreciate that I brought you into something that was sacred to me, mm-hmm. right? And you don't understand that I don't just bring anyone around him. Mm-hmm. If I'm dating you, he needs to meet you because my son has my best interest at heart. Right. Right. And so those are two different things. Like just because other people who I dated met him doesn't mean that I'm just bringing anyone around no. him. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? No, it's levels to it. I got to see. And like, especially now looking at the fact that it is not, it didn't work. It's not there. Why would I have in involved him in that matter and I didn't know you know like I know things are going well but you also have to be you know all eyes in looking at the whole picture yeah. like sometimes you can be a look you know so in love that you don't but you have to look at the whole picture and that wasn't the time and the place like it just it wasn't and I think that things like that are just those are character flaws that you know I mean it just come with the individual I mean I, I'm, it is because I mean the the way that you deal with stuff, your ability to process, to analyze, as well as now do an output of what you've taken in, all come from just growth and, and strength within yourself. Like I mean, because if not, you will act immaturely or you will say stuff and have to come back and apologize for it as if you as if that takes it away. Yeah. And it doesn't, like because you did not allow the proper time to let stuff go or to let stuff process. And it's a time and a place for everything. Like yeah. I, I, I do believe that. And for as much as y'all were seeing each other, like I just think that a lot of that stuff should have been self-explanatory too, if it were meant to be, but every, every relationship is not meant to be. Sometimes you have to take away why I, why you encounter people, what they were there and that purpose for your life at that time for you to learn and grow. I know that you did say that you had started doing therapy and you hadn't did that before. Yep. And if that could have been just the main purpose of this person coming into your life, some people are there. Well, saying, let me, a let reason. me, let me, I, I don't, I'll, I don't want to give too much credit to that person. Well, no, no, I'm not they're, saying they're that, not the reason. Yeah. No, no, they no. said that and they're not the reason. Yeah. And I'm not saying that there yeah. are, they're the reason why you're going. I'm saying that people come into your life for a reason, a season yeah. and a lifetime. Yeah, yeah. And even if, this was supposed to be a journey that you needed to take in order to prepare you for farther things in life. Then so it be, so it be like, that's, that's what is, that's what it is. And that's okay. That was what you were supposed to gain from it. Let it go. And if it's meant to be, it always trickle itself back around if it's supposed to, but right. And because it might, we haven't communicated. Right. So it's probably not like, but the good outcome of that could be the better of you. It's always, you needed to be on in on point at all times anyway, because if you're not emotionally available or you're not able to understand yourself, then how can you align yourself to get ready to date somebody if you're yeah. not there? And then like, I, I know you listened to the last pe- episode, but I talked about a little bit about the emotional space piece. And this person used that a lot. 
And now that I've been journaling and going through counseling, mm-hmm. it made me realize that all of that was bullshit. And I'm and, and here's why I'm going to say it. And, I, and you know, I, I might get in trouble, but it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> it's that I've been doing this. Let me let me let me say this. So this person indicated, well, you know, you know that I want to be, I want to find things that make me creative, blah blah blah, and you weren't supporting. So, I've been doing this podcast since, ooh, 2018. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep, same time I started. I have never asked any of my friends to do anything for my podcast. Have nope. I ever asked you? Nope. Have I ever asked nope. you to post anything? Nope. Have I asked, ever asked you nope. to, like, support, do this? Mm-mm. Never. Mm-mm. Right? Because I don't believe in putting my shit on other people. Mm-hmm. I've never asked. Nope. Never. I may ask, you know, people to come on, but I've never asked you to do anything about it. Mm-mm. Ever. And even when you didn't ask somebody to come on, you get up and do it by yourself. By myself. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I've always done that. Mm-hmm. And so this person wanted creativity. And they was like, oh, I always want to do social media. So I was like, hey, I suck at social media. Why don't you just do it? And fucking take it how you want to do it and use it and be creative and use that to parlay into something else you want to do mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. is that and so that became the person was like yeah that's great then that became the only reason you really want to support it is because it benefits you and i'm like no that's not it like this is something that you said you want a creative outlet you've indicated that you want to do social media do it like use this if it doesn't work it doesn't work if it works it works use it to your advantage and it was almost like i'm damn if i do i'm damn if i don't right and like there was a situation like they were wanting to leave their job mm-hmm. right and they were always bitching about the job and so they were working on something while they were here and they were bitching about the whole project so i didn't want to like add to the fact that they were already bitching about the project so i didn't say anything about it that became oh you didn't say anything about me finishing this but i'm like it was a sore issue for you why would i be like good job on finishing that when it will only bring up the fact that you didn't want to be there and you wanted to leave Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I because I t- what I hear you saying is like you say you want to do something, and I am invoking something for you to do. But the underlying disclaim, the the underlying thing that I really, really saw that I would uh, appreciate from a partner in a relationship is that not only am I giving you ideas of stuff to do, but I'm also so in love or so intrigued by you or with you that this is also a project that we can do, do together. together. This right. allows us more time. This allows you to do something that you authentically love and me authentically love being around you, but something that I too love that could only bring us together by having something that we do together. Like right. nothing is more enjoyable than having a partner where you also have a lot of like mindedness and common things that you like to do together. How quirky or weird they may be that's your little niche that's your little thing that you do so it was somebody giving you the emotional space to actually be able to dwell in something that you are wanting to do 
and us be together in it. I, I just, but once again, those are things that you have to, as a person, be able to see. There's nothing that nobody can make you do. That's what you have to, you have to be able to see that because there's always a negative side. There's always two sides to a coin. It's always yeah. going to be two sides to a coin. Mm-hmm. However, your mind state is what alters whether that's positive or that's negative. You have that. like Because every, everything that you're saying is like, the person not being able to process things like to ask somebody to give you emotional space to me is already problematic because nobody has to give you that. Nobody has to give you space to show your emotions. But what you should do is already have a climate where your emotions are able to be dealt with and people want to still be around you while going through them. But even if you want the emotional space and you feel like your partner is not giving it, I said this on the last episode. <laughs> you have to be willing to also give the partner the emotional space. Yeah. It cannot be, I need the emotional space, but you're not giving it to the other person. Right. right. And like, we will have conversations and the conversations is expected that I just sit there, listen. And if I say any word, it's an issue. Right. But when I'm talking about something, you're able to like, yeah, 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 yeah. And... I just supposed to sit there and and take it like that's bullshit. That's not the concept of emotional space. That's just you wanting space, space, or you wanted to take over, yeah. right? Or you need this, that, that. It's just this take, 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 take. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I I don't know. I I again. I don't. I I I don't know. I you know. Even I talk to you offline about issues. And I want you to be honest. Even when I talk to you about stuff offline, mm-hmm. I've always been, well, I did this. Yeah. Well, I can see why this person may feel this mm-hmm. way because I did this, mm-hmm. right? Because I believe in being honest mm-hmm. and my interactions. And when I want advice about something, I want as much as possible the other person to have the full picture. And it was yeah. never... You can attest to this. I be be honest now. It was never this person did this. This person did this. It was oh, yeah, all, no. it was Mm-mm. never that. No, 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 no. Because Mm-mm. I don't. That's not the way I move. And all. you know, you can't talk to another person that is just as open minded to receiving stuff in that way. Because even if you had, even if you had, have came to me and was only pointing the finger at the other person, I'm gonna stop you there and ask, well, what did you contribute to this? Right. How did that person end up saying that? Right. Well, how did that person end up doing that? Right. Well, what got y'all here? Right. Like it's always got to be a full story right. to what you're telling. So right. even if you had came to me with that, I'm open minded enough to not just jump on the bandwagon of Sean and be like, yeah, how dare they? No, yeah. no, it's two sides to both of it. So if, and every time that you came, I was like, cause most of the time that you came, you were in a state of questioning yourself and making yourself feel like you were just being bad. And I was like, no, like, I mean, no, you didn't dot every I and cross every T no, but this person still has a lot of things that they are not working through properly and they are not channeling it in the right place. And it's pouring over now that it's being brought to the forefront. Like you can't just say you need something and then I provide you with the answer to it. And then you come up with something else and I not still go back to point a and saying, but now this is what you stated and this is what you asked for. And when people get called to the carpet, you either 
come to that carpet and confess, clean up, and be like, you know what? You pull my coattail. Or you go back and continue to misplace blame and still take other and make up other reasons and add on and never actually fully admit to anything or have any insight on how you're trying to fix anything. Like you're just constantly finding something to have a problem with. And in my dealings with people, that's somebody that needs to be left alone because they just are not ready for what is moving forward and it might have been like that you just are a little bit too mature in your thinking that the person is just not to that level of of life yet they just haven't gotten it and and again that's okay the good takeaway from this is that you have realized that like everything that glitters is not gold and every you know like and and, and shit still can't stay shit still does thing like you just can't and you know that and now you're doing the process to become a better you and i think that that authentically is the silver lining in the situation even with mine like knowing that you have invested you know your best self and friends and giving your put your best foot forward and things still didn't come out that way what else can you do differently what else can what else what else can be brought to the table and if it's just alone you seeing the true, if, if even a bad situation and just seeing the truth in others makes you know how you need to operate and move forward, that alone is, that's okay. That yeah. is okay. It's a process. It's a process. It's going to, and it's always going to be one, but as long as you. I, I just hate that. Yeah, I just hate that. The outcome, like, did it have to be it's, all of this? It, yeah, and it's not just the outcome. I just hate that. I had so much admiration for this person mm-hmm. and it just didn't meet the standard. I, I guess that's the only word I can have. I, I and I don't want to be sound bitchy, but and that does, I, I just, I respected the person so much that I expected so much more from the person and this where we are. And I don't know how to, I don't know what else to say about that. If that makes sense. It's it's not, it's nothing else that you can say. It's basically the, but the expectancies that you had were not of your own. I think that's what really changes the dynamics. It's a difference when you set expectancies for yourself and you can check off the goals and how you're getting there. Yeah. That's different. It's another thing when you set expectations for somebody else to have to check off goals and do because they're more that that leaves room for error. That leaves room for fault. And I think when you're a person that is so strategic in everything that you do and just having like I said once again having your routines just being cookie, I ain't gonna say cookie cutter in a negative way just cookie cutter to the point that this is what works for my success like these this has been my tools of success and they have been yeah. constantly getting and if it's been working by all means and so then when you were using your tools of success to now have a successful relationship and the other party wasn't available to do those things it does make you come back and kind of like like damn, well, what else could I do? It's nothing else that you could do. Like that's yeah. you also have to get to that point too, where you're like, there's nothing else that you can do when you've laid down the groundwork of how you wanted things to play out, and it just went and play out because the other party was not willing to do it. I think it's a hard pill to swallow because 
it's still a it still can be looked at as if like maybe you failed yourself but that's when you have to be a little more optimistic with your thinking and see that it's not a matter of me failing myself it's a matter of change that had to be done in order for my next level of success yeah yeah i yeah I mean, I guess I can agree, but you know, it still sucks. Of course. And like, it, the, course. like the last interaction, one of the last interactions, the person said, whether they were playing or joking or not, it really stuck with me. And it was like, they were looking at their phone and just been a bitch. No other word for it. And base was like, I can't believe I deleted all my people, like people they interacted with. And... That should have been the moment you got up. I that was the moment that made me realize. Okay, this is all bullshit. Yeah, at some point you have to be like, I'm just too good. Yeah, yeah, I'm just too good. Yeah, yeah, that that, that really, good. and I don't even know if they even realized the impact of that statement. But that was the moment because that's mm-hmm. the moment because I was standing there, and that was the moment that I got up, start packing my <laughs> shit, went to the yep. airport, called my Uber, was like, peace out. Yeah. Because at that point, you kind of disrespected me to mm-hmm. level no, no, no return, no return, no return. Like you basically, because, yeah, yeah, you yeah. said I'm not good enough. Right. There, there's no other word for that. Right. You said I wasn't good enough, and yeah. that you had some people that were, and you put them on the back burner to yeah. give this a shot, and yeah. I still want enough. That's what you said, and to make you get so you can get your people back. Let me move out the let way. Move, let, take my name off the list. Take 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 my name off the list, honey. So that's one you can dot off. You ain't got to worry about me. Take me off the list. Yeah, and I don't I don't think they I I didn't even express this, but I'm just expressing that now. Now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the moment that of all of this cuz all of this just seemed stupid. It seemed like just left field. But that was the moment that made me realize. That was your Oprah moment. That was your aha. Yeah. <laughs> that was my moment that was because moment. that was bullshit. It was. It was. And it was so hurtful. It was so disrespectful. And it made me realize that that was ingrained in the character of that person. Mm-hmm. And what can you because, not because Because let's be clear. My Rolodex is good. Exactly. <laughs> if I wanted my Rolodex to be there, my Rolodex is good. Mm-hmm. But I didn't pay attention to that because I was paying attention to you. Which is what you should have been doing. Exactly. And that bothered me the most about that situation at the end of the day. And then, you know, like hearing like, you know, I never met like the best friend, but hearing like what the best friend was saying, like, why you don't meet with this person? Like, they just want you to meet with them. You just give them the person what they want. And I'm like, well, you you haven't even met me. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't even know who I am. You haven't even ascertained my character. Mm-hmm. You haven't given me the opportunity at all. And yeah, that was that was kind of the moment, right? Like, and then secondary to that is like we were having a conversation. I thought was a good conversation. The best friend Facetime, and then in the middle of that, the person was like, "This is." best friend you're done and like got <laughs> walked away and i'm like okay like yeah yeah we all have our moments and that yeah. was just one of yours yeah. yeah so you know you know i say all this to say at the end of the day i date because with purpose with a purpose and everybody doesn't. And I don't date 
just to say I'm in a relationship. Mm -hmm. I don't date just because I'm infatuated with you. Like I date with a purpose and it's disheartening for me at the end of the day. And it like makes me think less of people sometimes, but I just need to keep moving on and realizing that everyone is not the same, Mm -hmm. but I ain't gonna be dating no time soon. I can tell you that. And that's good. That is good. That is the first step of making the right decision. Like, no, it's it's not. That it's time mm-hmm. to do some work with yourself and con- yeah. and just keep doing that. If the person is supposed to be, yeah. they'll be. Yeah. While you're already dwelling in your happy place. Okay. So we've been going a little bit. Yeah. I appreciate you. Of course. Enjoy um, it having these these open conversations okay so i will say at the end of the day i don't want anyone to think i'm like bad talking to anyone but it is my truth my perspective of it but i don't want i don't want any of that any of them to think that i've been i don't know facetious or like nasty because i'm not this is my truth my reality um yeah and so you know at the end of the day I still love the person. Yeah. And I'll leave it at that. That's fine. You can still love people. You just have to know how to compartmentalize them. Yeah. That's fine. But yeah. I mean, the main main person that needs to be taken care of is you. Yeah. All right. Okay. So that is episode 82. Episode 82 is Untangling the Entanglements. I'm Sean. Ba ba ba. We'll have all of our contact information. <laughs> right there, right there, right there, right there, right there, and right there. All right. And I want to thank Keith for joining me. Anything always, you want to say? No, just love the conversation, love the time, and I'm always open and available now that I stay in the DMV area to have a conversation with anything regarding. So yeah, but you just can't make drinks anymore because a drink means. You know, make a drink with something, not just pour bourbon in a cup with ice. <laughs> it was full of ice. It was really barely half a cup, but mm-hmm. yeah. All right. So until next time, make sure that you continue to drink, listen, and converse. Peace and love. Well.